Welcome to That's Feminism Bro. I'm your host, Bridget Van Buskirk, and together we explore diverse voices in modern female strength. Thanks so much for joining me. Never doubt in the dark what you know to be true in the light. Let's do that again. Never doubt in the dark what you know to be true in the light. Anyway, today is International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. I say this all the time, but words matter and our language is beautiful and it is so incredibly rich coming from sources like Latin and Greek, marrying with some Germanic languages. It is a hodgepodge and very difficult to learn, but absolutely a beautiful language. And words matter. And if we use a word incorrectly enough that it becomes commonplace and everybody starts using the word incorrectly, then that becomes the definition of the word. I see it so much right now in politics. It's this propaganda is a strong word, but it's the way we use words to sell something that isn't entirely true. Um, and that's that's kind of what we're what we're looking at right now in International Women's Day. It's like reproductive rights and health care, all of these words that sound so wonderful. But um, we're getting a little bit lost. So let's just go back and do a little bit of history. Because International Women's Day, yeah, I mean, you can't not get behind that. I'm a woman. I love women. Absolutely. Let's celebrate International Women's Day. But let's just not just regurgitate and talk. So here's a quick history lesson. In, a, in 1919, thousands of women went to D.C. and marched fighting for the right to vote. And sure enough, by the time the next presidential election, they were able to vote in it. That massive demographic shift paved the way in laws in the 1920s that would promote women's health and education. And then again, in the 60s and 70s, feminist protests resulted in a series of laws that guaranteed equal rights in the workplace, universities, colleges, health care, and of course, in the home. In the early 2000s, feminists valiantly fought against such oppressive forces as patriarchal cereal boxes, body hair, Pronoun usage, mascots that were intimidating or scary. So the feminist movement is usually broken up into three waves. First wave feminist is that late 19th, early 20th century that pushed for political equality. Second wave in the 60s and 70s pushed for legal and professional equality. And then the third wave, this current wave that we're riding, it's about the past couple decades, it's pushing for... They're calling it social equality, I guess. Um, It's flawed, though. I mean, when we were talking about legal and political equality, that's clearly defined and it's measurable. We can look at it. We can say you work this, this many hours at this job with this resume in this title and you make this amount of money. And we're really there. We've really made it happen. Women and men are equal. Now, women and men are not the same. They are very, very different. We are biologically different. We are emotionally different. Our brains work differently. It is two completely different species. So the idea that the fight now, this um, uh, social equality, I'm doing like air quotes, it's almost like it's a fight for sameness. And it's happening in racism too, where we're talking about our unconscious bias and these things aren't measurable. And there's no way that you can prove they exist. I mean, do you like that girl? Because she's cool and you don't like that other girl because she's a bitch? Or do you not like that other girl because she's a a girl? I don't know. I mean, you have a lot of fun with one sister and not so much the other. Is it because you don't get along or is it because you're anti-woman? You know, it's it's just so silly that we've, we've found ourselves in such murky water. 
So I think it's dangerous to say that it's International Women's Day is a fight for equality because we have found equality. We have not found sameness, and I'm not entirely sure we want to. Actually, I'm pretty sure we don't want to. Here's the reality, though. Real women's oppression, it does still happen, and it's happening right now. So this is International Women's Day. I see all these fucking stupid posters of Beyonce saying, girls run the world, and happy International Women's Day. Like, wake up, people. This is what's really going on. In September, Afghanistan Afghanistan women were kicked out of the schools. They had gone on. Some, if you were 12 and you are a female that's been living in Afghanistan your entire life, you didn't know you had no right to an education because you had a right to an education. And then the Taliban took over, courtesy of Biden pulling some troops. So um, we can talk about that later. But they lost that right. They were pulled back out of the schools and they are oppressed. They had a real reason to fear for their lives and in fact do still. Then there's the weaker tribe who are being held captive in Xinjiang, China. They are being electrocuted via the vagina and raped incessantly. Inequality does very much still exist. Not so much here in America. Not really. Now, let's take a moment to talk about these poor little girls that are being dressed up in outrageous makeup and paraded around on their parents' TikTok. Let's take a moment to talk about all of the human trafficking that's happening right here in your backyard. It's not just happening in other countries. It is happening here in America. Let's take a moment to talk about the 18-year-old girl that is going on to web, web pages like Shout Your Abortion, where she gets to claim not only that she had an abortion, but that it was the most liberating moment of her life to end the life of another human being. Let's take a moment to see what we in Americans have done, because yes, we are equal under the law, but we still have a ways to go before we can start respecting ourselves and other women. So it's not entirely here, but man, are these some first world problems based off of what's going on in other countries. We are a far cry away. So to go back to our history for a second, um, Susan B. Anthony, she was the political activist and advocate for women's rights. Back after the Civil War, she fought for the 14th Amendment. That was meant to grant all neutralized and native-born American citizenship in the hope that it would also include some suffrage rights. Although the 14th Amendment was ratified in 1868, it still didn't secure the vote. Then um, the National Women's Suffrage Association started. It was founded by Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony, and it continued that fight. So it was the early 1900s where uh, women were still experiencing massive inequality, lack of voting rights, and they were being just generally overworked. Uh, That's when they did the first Women's March in New York in 1908, and fought to demand some more rights. By 1909, the first National Women's Day was observed in accordance with the declaration by the Socialist Party of America. So let's just hit pause on that. We were doing all of this. We had back and during the Civil War days, we had Susan B. Anthony putting up the fight. And then in 1868, we had Elizabeth Cady Stanton joining her. And in the 1900s, we were really moving forward and starting the movement towards voting rights. But we got... International Women's Day from Soviet Russia. Okay, that's when they took on this day. It was the Socialist Party that started this. It was an opportunity to enhance the workforce and celebrate one of the marginalized groups that Marxists are constantly going after and trying to create. So the concept was really 
comical at best because they said the campaign was why be your own boss in your own home when you can come work for us and less pay and terrible rights why have respect for yourself when we can have sex with you without any strings attached oh you don't want to have sex with us well maybe that's because you're scared of getting pregnant and to be fair we are also scared that we will get you pregnant so now let's run a new idea where this is empowerment and we will just destroy the child if it comes along so it was never about women's rights it was only ever about men having more rights to women. And we fell for it, like hook, line, and sinker. Now, in America, we were doing all the right things. We had um, uh, Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and we were working towards it. But the fact that we took on this new idea from Soviet Russia, and then we ran with it, and that's the basis for what we're celebrating today, it's a little unhealthy at best. Anyway, in the 1920s, the 19th Amendment was ratified and white women were granted the right to vote in the United States. They continued to fight up until the 60s so that the effort would lead to the passage of the Voting Rights Act, which allowed women of all color the right to vote. So we are seeing massive gains in our country as women. Sure enough, we are in a place right now where women and men are equal and not the same. And now this is where um, this last wave of feminism, the social equality wave, is where things are starting to come unhinged a little bit. We now have men wearing women's dresses and being celebrated for their bravery. We have birthing people right now. And we have Leah Thomas, who he was a very good swimmer when he swam on the men's team for Penn, for Penn State for a few years. And then he transferred, took a year off during COVID, started pumping himself with hormones, transferred to the women's team, changed his name to Leah. And now he is still crushing women in the water as we knew he would because he had 16, 17, 18 years of testosterone pumping through his veins. And he's getting in the pool with women that have never had that advantage. And he's taller and his bones are bigger and his muscles are stronger and his brain is wired differently. And so he's destroying them in the pool. Obviously, we all saw that coming, right? So this is the concern is that we keep can't we can't keep celebrating this International Women's Day with this stupid idea that we want sameness. Where is that going to leave us in six years? I mean, in a couple of years, my daughter isn't even going to be able to go into a women's restroom. My daughter's going to be told that her sex is hers to share and that she should allow everybody to have an opportunity to have a go at her body. And then she should celebrate the fact that she was just used and abused by so many men in her life with the underconfidence that they've given her because they forced her into a bathroom with a bunch of dudes when she was three or four or five or seven or nine or whatever it is. We're taking a step backwards and we need to hit the pause button and we need to look at what's really going on. So if you want to celebrate International Woman's Day, and I am so happy to be a woman and I am so impressed by so many women that I know, which is why I started this podcast, because we have so much to offer and we're out there and we're creating great men and women in uh, in our children and we're raising them or we're teaching them or we're nursing them. We have so many so many uh, jobs right now that are women strong and we are doing such wonderful things. So I do love me some good women and I love the idea of International Women's Day provided we can understand that its history is corrupt at best coming from social Marxist oppressive uh, men and that we can also engage in the idea that right now there are really unequal 
countries and women are still very much oppressed. And we in the United States have been given a gift of equality and freedom because so many women have gone before us and stood up for it. And then we need to turn around and we need to take a look at what's happening right now in the feminist movement. And we need to get super, super honest and shut down the Megan Rapinoe's and look around and notice that right now there is so much going wrong for women and nobody is fighting on their behalf. Nobody is fighting on behalf of the fact that there have been multiple pregnancies across prisons across the United States where men have been allowed to go into women's prisons because they identify as women despite the fact that they are men and still have semen and can still impregnate and can still rape because they can overpower women. We're losing access to our women's college sports. We're losing access to our women's pro sports. Our daughters are in danger. So take a quick breath today and celebrate International Women's Day if you want to celebrate International Women's Day. But let's do this. Let's never doubt in the dark what we know to be true in the light. Do not get caught up in the frivolity of this holiday, if that's what we're calling it, and instead take it up as an opportunity to move your country and your sex and your nation forward towards equality. That's it, guys. That's feminism, bro. Have a great day. Thanks for sitting in. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on social media with my Facebook, Bridget Van Busker, my Insta at That's Feminism, bro. Or contact me via email, that's feminismbro at gmail.com to ask any questions or concerns. If you'd like to support the show, I would totally appreciate that, and we can link up on Patreon. Please take a minute to review, subscribe, and share.